0: I recently switched out my winter wardrobe with my summer clothes. Do you do this too? Each time I have the opportunity to take stock of what I have, what I use, what I need to donate, and what gaps I'd like to fill. One of the funnest ways I'd love to fill those gaps is through Armoire, a clothing rental membership that can help you build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your online closet. The styles show up to your door in as little as two days. Then, when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to use styles that help fill those wardrobe gaps without the major investment or commitment. For my first case from Armour, I chose mostly summer dresses from Bowdoin, a brand I can't typically afford, and the chicest double-breasted black blazer from Paige that has honestly surprised me in its versatility. I have loved having more options in my summer wardrobe without the pressure of keeping them forever, and I've already been building out my online closet with Armour so I know what I want for my next case. For you expecting mamas, those working or style obsessed who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style progress. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 299, Why You Must Fail Your Way Forward with Courtney Rich. When we bought our first house about eight years ago, We moved from a small island city called Alameda that bordered Oakland, and we moved across the hills into an urban suburban area called Walnut Creek. And with that, we joined a mass influx of what it seemed of other young families who also moved into our same congregation. And I remember one Sunday in that mass of people and just feeling mixed up of who was who and how we fit in. Brad introduced me to two friends that he knew from freshman year of college who were married and had also recently moved in with their cute little white haired blonde boy. And I was heavily pregnant with our second child at the time. And I remember the wife's kind eyes and happy words as she congratulated me on our upcoming arrival. And that kind of cheerleading is what I experienced for the few years we were able to share together in that congregation with those friends. And over the years since, while we have lived far apart. And this is a friend that many of you will know the name of. Her name is Courtney Rich from Cake by Courtney. So you obviously know that I had some super good cake during our time together. But I also had a friend that I was able to open up with and share the heart for my past and my present. And I was also able to sit in awe for the talents that Courtney had and the perseverance that she exemplified, as well as her amazing heart. Now Courtney has a massive cake empire. And none of us who know her are surprised by it at all. She is here, though, to talk about how it's never too late to try things, because that is how her whole cake empire started, and that is how she is continuing to live her life with this attitude. But it's not just about the cake. You can listen to this episode with cake and baking as a larger metaphor to our lives, what it takes to try something, to fail your way forward, to balance improvement and self-acceptance, and to find massive fulfillment along the way. Courtney makes it really clear in this episode that everything she is doing now could only have happened with her learning to not just tolerate failure, but to use it as a tool to do better and become better. Courtney shares what she's learned from adopting a never too late attitude in more ways than one, including the personal habits that she was forced to adopt during a sink or swim year she had with her business, how she started a podcast, Courtney Beyond the Cake, despite her own self-doubts and how those habits she has made the last few years are supporting her as she navigates the same 2020 we are all in together. From Courtney, I hope you learn how to lean into things that you think are never too late, and for if you do, to not fear the mistakes that will surely come along the way, but to instead embrace them as you fell your way forward. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packard, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. This community of progressors empowers women to take on radical growth via sustainable changes. Are you motivated and ready to grow in your identity, purpose, and productivity? You can when you remember that life is about progress, not perfection. Perfection. I am so thrilled that Friday is our 300th episode, which also means we'll be announcing our winners from our 300 giveaway. So thank you so much and stay tuned for that. I want to also remind you, the Strive Hive, our online membership group that's exclusive for our fellow progressors in this community. It is open the first 14 days of each month. If you need a safe space to get messy and fail your way forward, then join the Strive Hive. In it, you'll be surrounded by women who are doing something to strive for daily progress from trying hobbies they always thought about, but are not going to try, to working on adopting new habits to support their well-being. And in addition to this community, we have weekly chats where we go deeper with the monthly themes and weekly topics. We have monthly masterclasses with experts on topics that you care about and our bi-monthly book club, just for starters. This month's masterclass will be led by Christy Joy, who was on the podcast in the spring. Uh, Just in time for the holidays and the surmounting pressures that we have about our bodies and their health and their shape and their appearance, Christy is going to teach the Strive Hive how to learn to love our beautiful bodies. If you join us by the 14th, you can go to aboutprogress.com forward slash strive hive to access the masterclass and everything else going on this month. And if we're closed, then you can still sign up for the waitlist to get in for next month. Again, that's aboutprogress.com forward slash strive hive. So you can do something and strive for daily progress. Welcome to about progress, Courtney. It's so good to have you back. It's only been four years about.
1: <laughs> yeah, about four years. It's an honor to be back. Thank you. Well, I feel
0: like this is not going to be a bookend because a podcast isn't going anywhere, but it does kind of feel like just like this path that we've both been on the past four yeah. years. It's crazy to see, you know, where we've been and, and, and where we are now and where we're headed, both as women, but also as mothers or community members. And you've done so much. I, I was kind of laughing to myself thinking back at our first interview we did together i think you were in my second episode ever to air and at the time we were just talking about how crazy viral you had gone with your new cake platform platform all about cake and it was yeah. we were like wow and 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 it still deserves a wow cuz you had 25,000 a uh, uh, twenty five thousand followers, yeah. Now, like I mean, I don't even know how many. Brad keeps telling me a running number. He's like Courtney. Oh he's, my God. I'm like wow. Like he keeps track <laughs> of it. Do you know where you are right now? I didn't check before I got on. Uh,
1: I'm around three hundred and sixty seven thousand. It's crazy, give or, give or take. But yeah, no, isn't that funny? Like I I need to go back and listen to that first episode. I actually thought about it. Um, after we had talked about doing this episode because it was only one year into my blog and my Instagram account. Yes,
0: totally. And actually that's why you're here today because we're actually not here to talk about how much you've grown with your business, even though that's part of you, that's part of who you are and an example of, of how you've been living in a way that you've been trying and failing your way forward but it's more to invite everybody else in. Like yeah. everybody can do something different. You can try something new. You never know where it's going to take you. So Amen. let's let's zoom out just a little bit and let's okay. let's kind of set the scene on why this matters, why this whole platform matters back to its roots of why it started and how it started and how that applies to our theme this month, never too late.
1: Yeah, well, so I started my platform about, Uh, five years after I made my very first cake. So my background, and I'll just go through this quickly is broadcast journalism. And I graduated college and immediately started working for a consulting firm full-time. Four years into that, I had my son Weston and I continued to work. I freelanced for my old company. So I was working, I was a new mom. We were living in Santa Monica And around the time Weston was, you know, he was about to turn one years old. I was like, oh, I'm going to throw this like awesome Pinterest worthy party. But I really wanted to make something from scratch. And I always uh, loved baking growing up and making things in the kitchen from scratch was important to me because of just the memories it created. It was different than just pouring like the box of mac and cheese. Like I still do that for my kids here and there, but being able to make homemade mac and cheese with my mom was more of a process and experience that created memories. And so I had that feeling tied to uh, making a cake from scratch. And I've told this before, so some people have heard it a thousand times, but I a big part of it was I was truly trying to impress Ryan's parents who were like, really good yeah. cooks. And I you know and they were, they were a big reason that this all started. They were foodies and I loved being around them and being in the kitchen and just learning and I was not a good cook. Like Ryan will tell you when we were first married, I was I tried my best. I really did. But we both kind of laugh and chuckle at the things that I used to make. But you learn as you're trying. Like if there's a desire to try, there's going to be a desire to learn. And so I went into this First, cake thinking, I just want to try it. I just hmm. want to try making a cake from scratch. And I did. And it was nothing to write home about as far as how it looked <laughs> by any means, but it was delicious, first and foremost. And it brought me life. I yeah. remember being in the kitchen, exactly my Santa Monica apartment, right off of Wilshire and Barrington. And, um, the doors in that kitchen, like all the cupboard doors would get stuck, you know, just so old. And I didn't have hardly any tools, but Weston was down for a nap and I wasn't working on a work project and the laundry was done. And it was like, I could just be in the kitchen and experience the whole process. And after doing it the first time, I was like, I want to try that again you know, like, cause there was just mm-hmm. the desire to try. And then all of a sudden the desire to get better and to learn came along with it. Hmm.
0: And that's where you have to be willing to be bad at something in yeah. order to get better at it. And you've shared this picture before you shared, you know, the picture <laughs> of that first cake. Yeah, So cute. Like, it's yeah. so cute. And I do have to say like, I have had your cakes in real life and they are so good. So you gone into a trajectory, especially your baking and your artistry behind it. I wouldn't just say like your frosting skills; it's like artistry. So thank you. Let's kind of type like we're kind of doing a bigger analogy here, but let's still yeah. continue down that track. Like, how did you decide to still keep
1: learning and getting better, and what did that process look like? Well, so for me, I think okay. So thinking about this, actually, like even right before we started talking. I didn't, there, I didn't have Instagram back then. I mean, that was 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. So I had Pinterest pictures to look at, but things were a lot more like rustic. It wasn't so much about design. I was thinking about flavors and to me, the taste and the flavor has always been the most important thing. And so I, because I love the experience so much, I love the process um, and I wanted to keep doing it and keep trying and seeing if I could get better. And it and it started out with like I just want to find the best chocolate cake recipe, so I'm going to try like ten t- chocolate cakes from Martha Stewart to Heineken. And every time I tried one, I learned something new. And all of a sudden, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm gathering all this information, and it's fun. Like who knew? Like I wasn't a great academic in school. I didn't love like all of my my learning in college and school until I was really doing the things that I loved, like communications. And now it was baking, and I was in my kitchen, I was like, wait, I love this. This is fun. And I think it's because of the way it made me feel. And yeah. that, like, there. what's that quote? You probably know, like, you follow that one good feeling to the next good feeling or something. Like, just keep following that good feeling. Sounds and good to me. Yeah. That's that's what I was doing. I was following a good feeling. And I, I didn't have anyone to compare to. I don't want to. I never even thought about You know, looking at Martha Stewart's cake and thinking, oh my gosh, like mine doesn't look anything like hers. In my head, I was just like, no, this whole experience makes me feel so happy and joyful and it brings me peace. It was a big healing part in a lot of things that I was going through. And um, that led to the desire to learn more because I was just wanting to feel as good as I felt every time I baked. And then I shared it with people. And so it was, it was kind of like an addiction, right? I like just wanted to keep having that feeling. But along the way, I realized I was teaching myself a ton of stuff and I failed over and over again. You were actually, I don't know if you remember this at my 30th birthday. Yes. Yes. You remember? So my 30th birthday, um, that's seven years ago. I'm, and I made myself a birthday cake because I invited all of you, all of our friends in Walnut Creek to meet at the park for a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And the cake totally fell apart like two hours before the party. Mm-hmm. And it was a total fail in my eyes back then. Uh, and I called one of our other friends and I told her about it. And Missy was like, Courtney, you can't go buy a store about cake. Like just put that in a trifle bowl and bring it to the park with you. Yes. And I was like, you're, how can I, uh, you know, because I'd already started making cakes for our friends and stuff. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I'd be mortified to do that. But I did it. I put every, I put the whole cake in a trifle bowl. Uh, It looked like a trifle rather than a cake, but it was devoured. Oh, it was so delicious. It was, and it was just another learning moment that was like, even this thing that failed still turned out to be a success. And I learned Mm -hmm to then share it with other people and say, Hey, do you know what? If your cake falls apart or breaks, don't worry, throw it in a trifle bowl. And I can't tell you how many times people have written to me and said, Oh my gosh, I did that. It tasted amazing. I'll work on my decorating later. You know, and it still looks pretty too. I mean, it's yeah. still it still can achieve that. But but this is what I love so much
0: about this this whole story is if you hadn't let yourself fail, if you compared yourself to others, mm-hmm. if you were if you were shooting for outcomes rather than the fulfillment yeah. and the feelings, yeah. I don't think you'd be where you are right now. I don't think I you'd agree. be sharing this passion that you have or had cultivated the skills to do so.
1: Right. And I I, I completely agree. And I think what we too often do. Is we compare our current um, status in our journey to someone else's past future journey, like somewhere else that they're at, and we're all at different timelines in our journeys. Like we, I couldn't. It would not have been fair to myself to compare myself to Martha Stewart or to Ina Garten or to any other cake blogger at that point because I was just starting out, and I. And that's one of the reasons I'm such a big believer in like it's never. Too late because if you are truly passionate about something, like you are truly eager to learn and to teach yourself, you will not worry about the fails because every fail becomes a learning opportunity. And I, you know, you don't even want to use the word fail sometimes because you're like, wait, I know it didn't work out the way I thought it would, but oh my gosh, here's what I learned. I'm going to try again. And I love that part of like even creating a new cake recipe. And I, there's been times where it's taken me eight tries to come up with a new recipe, but with every failed recipe, there's a reason why it failed. And then I apply that reason to the new cake or the next round and say, okay, I'm going to try this now based on that failed experiment. And I, people are like, how, how are you giving that much time and effort to something? It's like, no, I, I love it. I live for these moments. I live for the success that I know I will eventually reach but even if it's not what I expected, I know there's going to be learning along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the, the most thrilling parts about starting something new, trying something new, um, is just the potential for what it could be. Mm-hmm.
0: And your final recipe can uh, be what it is without all those exactly. tries. You, and you, have to have,
1: you have to have those, those learning moments because that's where your growth comes from. hmm there you go. Uh, let's, yeah. let's talk about this
0: outside of cake too, even though yeah. I love talking about this. <laughs> um, but I know that this is not your only thing and not the only thing yeah. about you <laughs> of why I wanted you to be on here because, Um, You know, as your friend, what I admire so deeply about you is not how much you've grown on the outside and how successful you are on the outside. It's who you are on the inside and how you really do have that attitude of it's never too late to try again. It's never too late to work on yourself. It's never too late to try something new, whether it's a hobby like you're running now, like you're running like crazy and, you know, or it's something art with art or business or self-improvement or spirituality. That's what I see in you. And that's why I asked you to be here. So let's talk about this outside of cake too. How's this ability and focus of failing your way forward translated to the rest of your life and made you who you are right now?
1: Oh, I mean, well, first of all, thank you. Those were some really really kind, uh, words. And I really appreciate that. Um, I mean, so many ways, I mean, there's so many different experiences from, um, faith crisis that I've, I've gone through, um, Mm -hmm. some of my mental health that I've, you know, struggled with since I was 18. These, these things that could feel really dark, um, could feel really discouraging, could feel hopeless at times. Um, and they have by all means, they have. Um, but I think what cake has kind of helped me translate into other parts of my life, this whole idea of, wait, it's never too late. There's always more to learn. It's given me hope in so many other areas, because even when I don't feel like I'm there yet, I know I still can get there. Uh, it has applied to my spiritual life, um, my relationship with my heavenly father, my relationship with family members with myself. Um, because I know just through life experience, I know that there's going to be the success. I know Mm -hmm. that as I'm trying, I'm growing and it's, the problem really starts is when I stop trying. And I just, I feel like that's what this life is about. It's about trying. It's about giving the effort and every day is going to look a little different and I try to remind myself of that so often because it's so easy to beat ourselves up and say, Oh my gosh, well, the other day I did this, 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 and this. And today I was in the worst mood. And it, you know, but I got to kind of self correct myself and say, Do you know what? Yeah, you're having a hard time today. But like, what are you doing good? What are we grateful for today? Um, what can we just pick one thing out? You know what? I made my kids laugh today. That was my greatest success today. And I'm going to take it as a win because that effort it took me a lot to get a smile on my face today. It took me a lot to do, you know, X, Y, and Z, whereas on other days, you know, it's a little bit easier. And so um, I I think first and foremost, for sure, this journey of cake has instilled a great sense of hope and optimism in me that has really filtered over, flooded over to like other aspects of my life where Mm -hmm. I, when I feel discouraged, I just think I've got to keep trying because I know down the road or whatever point, you know, there will be success. I'm not saying it always like works out, but there will be the success. And that means that it's going to look differently with every trial or with every situation. You know, you said something different at the very beginning of the podcast.
0: Okay. You said it brought me life Mm -hmm. about baking. That yeah. to me is success. is it it's yes. feeling fulfilled? It's feeling like yourself. To me, happiness yes. is not is not that bouncing off the walls feeling. it's feeling like I am myself.
1: yeah, I, oh, absolutely. absolutely. And definitely, like, as I think about success and yeah, it's not the the monetary success. I mean, I love running a business, but it is at the end of the day, do I feel happy? Am I? lifting other people in my life or even those I don't even know that are watching me on a screen? Am I present for my children and my husband and my friends you know, while I'm still doing all these other things? Because at the end of the day, cake is still, it's a hobby and a passion. And I always want it to feel that way for me. And Mm -hmm. I'm just hoping that I can share it with others so that they can have that same feeling or hopefully bring some of that joy into their life if they're missing it. Every day is going to look a little different as I get to that. That, that point in my life. I know Victor Frankel, I think really,
0: you know, shared that best in his book, Man's Search for Meaning. It really is about feeling like you're living out a life of meaning, a life of purpose. And sometimes that can be cake. And sometimes it can be like a really crazy mission in your life or a novel you write or a book, or it can be trying a 5k run for the first time. The the small things lead to the greater things within ourselves. So I would love to talk about how this is translated to your podcast in just a moment, but first, do you mind giving us like a personal example, like something that you are doing maybe outside the business or outside of podcasting on your, like for yourself personally and way that you are feeling your way forward?
1: Yeah. Um, well, okay. It kind of relates to business and personal because it started with like my cake subscription boxes yeah. last year in That's 2019. So and we were super excited about those in 2018 as we were planning them. Um, I, I love so many things about that experience and that really hard struggle and journey. Um, and I, I know it brought like a lot of fun life and joy to people and, um, it did to me as well, but that year was really hard. 2019. Yeah. I mean, I know 2020 is, it's going to be hard to beat this year, but when I was in the midst of 2019 and running a small business by myself and I did a podcast episode yeah, um about why one. I stopped the cake boxes. Yep. And it was ruining well running and kind of ruining my my life in so many ways like my mental health and my relationships and I look back and I think about how much I was away from my family and all of a sudden things I just felt like I was running this kind of rat race um trying to get everything done that I needed to. But during that year I was also like I've got to start learning to like really prioritize my time so that every moment in my day matters and I'm making something of it, you know? And so I started waking up at five o'clock, which I hadn't been doing that. Um, I started uh, meditating in the morning and reading my scriptures because I needed to find more inner peace. Like even though I was still doing all these things I loved, it was a little chaotic Mm -hmm. and I was losing myself in it. And so um, for me, I was like retraining myself how to have like this very specific routine getting back into like journal writing and just write writing down in the morning, like my thoughts and kind of like what I hope to do that day, but then what I had accomplished the day before, as we finished the cake boxes and we went into this year, 2020, I had that schedule down in my first couple hours of my day between the hours of like, now I get up about 4:45, sometimes a little earlier to like seven o'clock in the morning. Like those are so meaningful to me because there's so much inspiration and um, creativity during that time there's just it even if i'm on a run and i'm not sitting on my chair and meditating i'm out in nature and um i'm feeling more connected and so for me like i've really this last year and especially you know the last few months to being home a little bit more have been trying to just learn how to better connect with myself as far as being in tune with my my mind, body, soul, all of it, you know, and, and my heavenly father and, um, and it's, it's brought me a lot more peace and I've been able to better prioritize, um, this year and better plan. And so, Um, hopefully does that answer
0: that one? It totally does. Well, and you know, reading, not reading while I listened to that episode, um, I, I just really felt for you because it wasn't just like, Oh, this little thing, it was, it was a huge amount of time and passion and investment into it. It, it, it it could in many people's eyes be seen as a failure because you stopped. Mm -hmm. But what Mm -hmm. I see is, you know, not only is it you know, instructive, it's helped you learn things you couldn't have yeah. learned otherwise, but it also helped you get down to what your priorities were and to yeah. support those priorities with habits, which has been become a big focus for my community too, which I couldn't yeah. have Expected either. It really does come back to that. Um, yeah. so I'd like to pivot just a little bit now to talk about your podcast since we brought that up. Uh Courtney Beyond the Cake. What I love about oh. it is we get this different Courtney and not like, whoa, <laughs> you're like a whole different person, but <laughs> no. yeah, this is where the broadcast journalism, like Courtney, yeah. is a whole like broadcasting journalism mode. I don't know how else to say it, but it's amazing what you do. It's like Oprah mode. Um, but oh. it's so impactful. I, the Thank interviews. You. Yeah. Every single person you have had on has been deeply inspiring to me. Um, as has have your abilities to draw things out of them. But I, I was curious about it too. I was thinking like, did you ever have a thought like, Oh, I can't do that. Or, Oh, it's too late. Like I, I haven't done anything besides, you know, my career, you had a career in helping yeah. marketing and all that. But like, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't on the news. I didn't go on radio. Like it's too late <laughs> right. for me. I I'm 37 when you started it or 36. You and you're thinking like, uh, uh,
1: 30, no, no 37. I started it right after um, my birthday this May. Yeah. So so did you have that thought? Like, Oh, it's too late. Oh, of course. I think still like even, you know, after doing cakes and starting that in my twenties and not even starting my blog until I was in my thirties and Instagram at that point, you know, it's still like, you still have the thought. And I think this has got to be so common among all of us is, well, what do I have to offer? Like, do people want to even hear from me? Hmm. They're not, you know, expecting, they don't really know that background. Um, are they just coming for cake? And there's so much self-doubt that we inflict upon ourselves when we are I maybe subconsciously trying to talk ourselves out of something. Um, and at the end of the day, I mean, I went through a lot of people aren't going to want to hear a podcast from me if it's not about cake, if it's not tips, but how do I do a podcast like that? And I was, you know, really thinking about it. And I said, no, really, I just love to share stories. And that is the broadcaster in me. That's why I wanted to do that for so many years, um, is because I, and then moderating and traveling the country and, and interviewing people in focus groups, it just like, I could not shake it. That's just like, everyone has a story that needs to be shared. And there's so much we can learn from one another. And You know, if, if five people listen, then hopefully it's five people who maybe otherwise wouldn't have had a smile on their face that day, or they wouldn't have had some kind of inspiration or connection, um, you know, and that makes it worth it. And I think when we really consider the one person that we could have an impact on, um, that can help us feel motivated to do something right. Like I, when I maybe write a post or even some of my podcast episodes, I'm thinking about Courtney 10 years ago. And I'm thinking, gosh, what could I tell her? What could I say to her that would inspire her and give her more confidence and get her more excited about her journey? You know, And we're thinking about the one, it crosses over to so many more people, obviously, but there's just a greater connection. And I think we feel more connected to the audience than to the people that we're speaking to because there's meaning behind it. And so I just thought, okay, you know, I love this. This will be hopefully just one more platform to share good things, to share joy, to share happy things, inspiring things. And I don't think we can have enough of that.
0: I agree with you, especially this year, which is so timely, you know, that this is the year that you, you've started that too. And and this brings me to a bigger question I had for you is what would you say? I mean, you talked about Courtney 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. What would you say to Courtney 10 years ago or someone like you who was maybe thinking or is currently thinking it's too late for me. It's too late for me to change. It's too li- late for me to try that interest or to have this goal or to push myself in this way.
1: What oh my gosh. Say? I would, I would grab them by the shoulders. I would grab my old self by the shoulders and, and shake me and just say, no, get rid of that thought, get rid of that thought this instant. There's no room for that negativity and self-doubt because the world needs you. And I'm not talking about the billion people on, you know, billions of people on earth. I'm talking about the world of the one person I'm talking about the world of maybe five people. They need you. There's someone out there who needs what you do. So go follow that hobby, that passion and share it. We were meant to be on this journey together. That is why there are so many people on this earth. That is why we have neighbors. That's why we have friends. That's why we have families because we were not meant to be on this journey alone. Share it, grow it. Hmm. Don't give up. Follow that because even if you're the only one you're impacting by following your dream, Hmm. you're the one that matters. Hmm.
0: Wow. That's the one I really had to write down there because at the end of the day too, it it kind of is a flip thing. If you're trying to do it to get um, praise or like permission from other people, you will never find that. But it's also the weird thing. Yeah. If you do that to help yourself and to help others, it transcends all the self-doubt, yeah. all the comparison, all the weaknesses, all the lack, and you are, you are made all the stronger and you, you're all the richer mm-hmm. inside you. It, it really is a weird kind
1: of magic. And I think you just yeah. described it perfectly. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. And I, at the end of the day, it's like, what is our intention? And mm-hmm. I think when our intention is truly to cultivate um, new learnings, new hobbies, to grow <laughs> ourselves personally, to help other people, Uh, I think that's the magnet. I think that's what people are drawn to. I think people catch on very quickly, right? And when your intention is truly to just grow and then share and share that knowledge that you've learned, um, as you've decided to continue on your journey with something new, whatever it may be, um, people catch on to that. They know they can feel it.
0: Yep. And, and also I think let's go back to where this all started again. Yeah. It can be something as, "Quote unquote simple as baking a cake." Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Who you knew? Never right? No.
0: Yeah. You never know. So don't shy away from something just because it's not important or big mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. visible enough. Mm-hmm. And that was the roots of, about progress too. This all started because of something similar. I just had to start doing things again, doing something. Yeah. And it yeah, was yeah, exactly. Very much this kind of stuff, so so Courtney, uh, I want to know what you're working on right now, and let's let's I want to hear that uh, as a way to wrap this up too. Like, what's something you're working on right now, personal development wise?
1: Um, personal development wise, oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I think really being present for my kids right now mm-hmm. um, is a huge thing for me. And I'm not talking; I've never been one um, to feel like I need quantity of time. It's all about quality of time. Yes, because um, I've always worked you know, ever since I've had my, my babies. And so quality has been most important to me. And so coming off of last year, um, and you know, my son's in sixth grade and he goes to middle school next year and I can really feel, um, him, you know, being drawn more to his friends and, and the activities. And so really being able to establish, um, really good relationships with him, but with my daughter too, and having that quality time, um, has become crucial to me. And so uh, something I'm working on is, and I am big on schedules, I'm big on routines and really sticking to it and trying to get my work done. Um, because right now our kids here are able to go to school. The day is a little shorter for them. Mm -hmm. Um, so getting things done. So that as soon as they get home, I'm there, I'm ready to take them to golf or to dance. I'm ready to help them with homework and I can give them some attention. They're, more understanding when I do that, when I have to get back to work, maybe later at night, um, maybe while they're, they're doing homework, if I've got to do something. Um, but really prioritizing that time, because I've seen that it not only is good for them, it's good for me. Yes. And so um, that personal development, having that, like just even strengthening that relationship with my children has been a huge one for me in the last couple months, actually, just, and thinking about it moving forward. Yes. I def-
0: definitely feel that same push right now. And yeah. that is one thing that 2020 has taught us of Yeah, is what really does matter and how we yes. can prioritize what really matters. Um. All right. So Courtney, I think what we're going to do is obviously tell people go to Cake by Courtney on Instagram and Facebook, especially if you interested in baking and decorating, but also to see someone who has grown an interest into a passion, into a mission, but also your, your podcast, I would say newish cause it's not brand new, but Courtney beyond the cake, that's where you're going to find inspirational and stories and people that are everyday people, you know, just like us who, who are doing incredible
1: things anywhere else you'd like them to go or connect with you. Oh gosh, that's so great. I mean, I've got my shop page too. You can always find products on there and we've just launched some new things and are are growing that, but you, Instagram's a great place to come find me and hang out with me and I can't wait to see you there. Yes. And I have, I, I have a lot
0: of your stuff. I can vouch <laughs> for how amazing they are. Like the acrylic uh, cake toppers alone yeah. uh, have changed my decorating. game. Oh for sure. I'm so glad. I know. I love seeing you make cakes. It's so fun. Yeah. It's fun for me too. Well, Courtney, I I'm so, so grateful that you would take the time to be on the show. I'm grateful for your friendship and, and just the light that you are for me and so many others. So thank you. Thank you so much, Monica. I hope that episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. I'm really grateful that Courtney took the time to be on our show. It was an honor to have her back. I have linked to the first episode we did way back then and when, and we were actually talking about it off the air, just how... That was probably the first time publicly where she had talked about her struggles with anxiety and depression. And I didn't realize at the time because I was friends with her just how big of a step that was for her to make and what an honor it was to be able to give her that space to do that. And she has since talked about it many times on her platforms and on our podcast as well. So I highly recommend you go and subscribe to her show, Courtney Beyond the Cake and that you give it a good listen. Let's share the progress pointers from this episode. This is where I share the notes I took so you don't have to. The first is, if there's a desire to try, there's a a desire to learn. Two, cultivate the mindset of learning and of having fun too. Three, shoot for the feelings rather than the outcomes. Four, we all have different timelines. Five, as you try, you grow. 6. Success is feeling fulfilled. 7. Routines will support you as you seek for fulfillment. 8. We all wonder, what do I have to offer? 9. Consider the one you could possibly impact by trying. 10. Follow your interests and passions and share about them. And 11. You can be the one too. If you want the progress pointers in a graphic form so you can put it on your, on your wallpaper on your phone or just have it on, in, on hand so you can refer to it, go to aboutprogress.com forward slash go-getter to sign up for my weekly newsletter. And that includes all the interviews progress pointers for you so you don't have to take the notes. Can you think of one person who would benefit from this interview today? Maybe that friend who keeps talking about starting a hobby or running that race or getting back into journaling again. Send her this episode. And if you do that on social media, be sure to tag me at About Progress so I can say thank you. We love to see you share this show. As we end this year, our final two months and our last theme of Never Too Late, I would love to hear from you what 2020 taught you. We're going to do a Dear Progressor episode on this at the end of the year. We're going to have a whole episode full of notes from our fellow progressors. That's you. Share what 2020 taught them. You can send me a voice recording just through email, or you can leave me a voice message on a number I have set up for you. Go to aboutprogress.com forward slash be on the show to learn how it's so simple. I would love to hear from so, so many of you. So don't wait, go and do that now. Now, if you want to do something based off of what you learned today, and you want to go the extra mile and actually take action and not just hear about progress, but actually make some join the Strive Hive. This is our exclusive online membership for progressors who want to do something and strive for daily progress. We are busy there having fun and getting motivated. If you love the podcast and you want to strive instead of just survive, join about join us at aboutprogress.com forward slash Strive Hive. Thank you so much for those of you who are already filling out the identity survey that I have for you at aboutprogress.com forward slash survey. We have until the end of November to do that. I'm so honored that you took the time to make this podcast part of your day today. I can't believe we get to celebrate 300 episodes together on Friday, so stay tuned to hear what I have learned from this little podcast, as well as um, me answering some questions that you sent in. Keep growing, my friends, and remember life is about progress, not perfection.
1: Seeking the truth never gets
0: old.